Hi, it's Karen from See Me, Hear Me, Love Me. We're the podcast for parents with young children, and we know that life with kids is messy, but we're here to celebrate those messes, from spilled milk to emotions spilling out of little volcanoes. And you know what? We really believe in you. You got this, and you're not alone. I just want you to know a little something about your host. Karen Deerwester is an educator, author, and all-in cheerleader for kids being kids. Karen has been a corporate spokesperson as well as a reasonable and reliable voice for kids and parents in print and on TV on NBC, MSNBC, NPR, Parents Magazine, and many more. Best of all, Karen leads the parent-child classes right here at B'nai Torah Congregation of Boca Raton, Florida. Get ready for some fun, a ton of encouragement, and maybe a little inspiration. Today's podcast is The Mom Rant. Tell us what you think, moms. Tell us what you feel. Tell us about momhood, sanity, expectations. Who's carrying the emotional weight of kids and family? What seems unrealistic, unreasonable, and just maybe unfair? This topic came up when one of the moms here with me today posted a vent on Facebook her own mom rant. I'm proud to be at the square table with Leora Greenman Friedman and Trisha Feldman. And I'm turning this mic over to them right away today. Leora, will you read your Facebook post? Maybe share what you felt writing it and what kind of response you got to the post. I saw a lot of concern and people worried for you. I also heard you speaking from moms everywhere. Welcome, Leora. Welcome, welcome, Trisha. Thank Thank you. you. Good morning, everyone. I think that this is so relatable, which is why we're even sitting here and why it's it's uh, it's actually a topic. Um, but my my post was event overwhelmingly long day, too long of a day. I'm intense from the moment I wake up, getting the kids ready for and to school, getting myself ready, managing a three-year-old and the positivity and distractions and psychology of doing everything that needs to be done with kindness and gratitude, intense at work, assisting clients, intense at networking, trying to bring in more business and work, intense at managing relationships with family, friends, coworkers, Intense coordinating three kids' schedules, babysitters, then to come home, do dinner, clean house, laundry, grocery shop, eat healthy, check homework and backpacks, schoolwork, calendar events, curriculum night, PTA meetings, homeowners association meetings, did I exercise today, did I eat healthy today, did I kiss my kids enough, did I tell them I love them enough, don't worry, I'll do it all over again tomorrow. End of rant. Wow. It's even harder to, to hear it. It is. I'm, I, I'm, I, I was thinking, wow, am I going to cry when I read this? <laughs> but I didn't. I, I held it together. And, and, you know, there's so much left out. And it's just, it's all very interesting. And um, So you wrote this two weeks ago. I wrote this on September 12th, which I guess was right after Rosh Hashanah. Right, so mm-hmm. we had some different different schedules and different days. I'm a very structured kind of gal. Um, no school some days. Right, disruptive routines. You still had to work. Yep, getting ready to get everyone in synagogue at at uh, nine a.m. You know, and um, also managing adults. I mean, have to manage 
uh, in-laws and mother and husbands and, you know, it's... Make it meaningful. Make it meaningful for everybody. And so, um, and then... On top of that, we did have, which is why, because we don't, we have homeowners association meetings, but not, it's not a regular event. But we did. We had a homeowners association meeting. I'm, uh, I'm very active in a in a women's lawyers association, and I had a membership reception. So it was a lot of different scheduling and different events and different things, and it just got over overwhelming. <laughs> So that word intense was there over and over and over and over. Yeah. Are you, do you still feel that you're um, living mom life, work life, family life at this elevated level of intensity every day? Yeah, I live intense. I, I live intense. I don't, I don't even know. I'm not sure it's, it would be possible for me to not live intense. And maybe intense is a diff, different word or different feeling for different people. But I, I feel... Like, I'm intense. I'm because you want to honor all those commitments to your best? What does that mean? What does yes. intense mean? Well, so I think of myself as a perfectionist. It's something I try to work on. When I had my third kid, which was almost four years ago, I decided that in order to stay sane, I would have to rethink all the things that I do and make 80 the new 100. Okay. Okay. And I was like, you know what? I cannot work because my 100 is really 115, (laughs) right? (laughs) Exactly. And so there was no way with a third kid that I, it put me over the edge. And I knew it was going to. I have the benefit, thank God, I have the benefit of two two wonderful, amazing sisters who are 11 and 13 years older than me and are both professionals, doctor, lawyer. They each have three kids. And so I have a great role model, you know, role models with both of them to see my future almost. And it's a lovely future. And I'm so happy about that. But it's just, I, I, I said, I cannot do 115 anymore. I, 80 has to be good for enough for everyone. And I, and that worked for me. And, but I also, I think everything's ever changing. So maybe now 70 is the new age. I I don't know if I'm okay okay. with that yet though. I'm, I'm, I could say I'm not okay with that. Okay, I want to open it to Trish, but I yes. want to ask you one question before. I mean, I have a whole lot to ask you about that. <laughs> but but the other thing I want to ask is, as I hear you read that, I hear it all on your shoulders. When I read it, the reason I wanted it to be a podcast was because I want it to I want to say there's something unfair. Unfair was the word that really unreasonable, unrealistic, unfair from the expectations of the world. But you, but what I'm hearing you say right now is that that's all internalized. That's I all, I think so for you. Yeah. I do for me. Yeah, for me because I have a I have an unbelievable support system. Yeah. And, and I've gotten better at using it. Okay. And so you feel the support. You feel the nurturing. You feel the, the, the village with your kids and, and your family system. 100%. Okay. Uh, 120%. Okay. I have an amazing husband who, again, really, I think at the third kid level, you know, stepped up. And my sister gave me a great phrase. She said, you know, you need to give him more lifetime responsibility now. And I said, these are the things I don't want to do anymore, like lunches in the morning 
and that's your new lifetime responsibility. And it was all it's all about communication, right? And how to say what you need. And um and he he's he is a 50-50 partner. So I have that support. I have my mother-in-law and my father-in-law and my mother. And you saw from the from the Facebook responses, I didn't even I posted it sitting in the dark. Just, At the end of the just day. Just to dump the day. Just to dump it, exactly. And it felt so good after. And then the next morning I woke up and looked at these responses. I had to make some phone calls and tell everybody You're I was okay. okay. Yeah. And I and I, I felt, I almost felt bad. <laughs> That's a guilt thing, right? I almost mm-hmm. felt bad because I was like, whoa, guys, I'm fine. This was, I could write this every day. Yeah. And, mm-hmm. and what I really found from it, and I really... Not that I, I like that everyone is in the same boat. I would like for us to be in a more peaceful boat <laughs> and less intense boat. But I did, I, I guess subconsciously, I did write it and for the responses. And the responses were so um, eye-opening for me because it's so relatable. It's Well, and it's what we need from our friends. It's what we need from our community. It's what we need from social media to mm-hmm. say, look, we're not going to keep pretending this is easy and this is fun all the time. This is great. It is joyful, yes. Um, it is meaningful, yes. But it's exhausting, right. and it wipes us out some days. Mm-hmm. Trish, we invited you to yes. the rant. Thank you. Um, what are you feeling about mom? what moms need and want to say? Uh, well, I mean, obviously, I can completely identify with everywhere. I was reading it for the first time over your shoulder as you were, as you were reading it aloud. Completely identify. Um, is it okay if I, I say what's been circled? Yeah, okay. of the, course. The word guilt was circled on Leora's page, and um, I am probably misquoting. It was um, something I saw on Facebook. A friend shared, I think it was a forward of something from Rachel Macy Stafford, the hands-free mama. Um, I think she was uh, quoting an author uh, talking about uh, mom, work-life balance, about if we could just... Um, <sighs> If guilt, if we could lessen the prominence that guilt plays, so where does in every guilt, decision, where does guilt show up in your life? Well, I, I guilt, guilt is ever present. So uh, now, explain. Okay, explain. I will. I will. <laughs> but part of that, I, I should also say, um, is part of my makeup, mm-hmm. and it it has been with me ever since I could remember. Long, you know, predating sure. having children, and I knew. I, I knew without a doubt that when I became a mother, it would only intensify knowing, knowing okay. that about Okay, hold my your thought yes. about your personal sure, guilt. Sure, sure, sure. What I just want to say, because Leora and I mother. had a minute conversation before coming into the room, and it was that dads feel this too. And the research is really, really clear that um, all parents want more time with kids to share these magical moments, to be present, to mm-hmm. to be mindful, to, to, to not miss anything. Mm-hmm. So we also live in this culture where this fear of missing out yes. plays big time in parenting. But the, but the sad thing that Pew Foundation found is that when you feel like you don't have enough time at all the things you want to be committed and invested in, mm-hmm. you judge your parenting lower. And so what I want to say is there's something about this guilt when it comes in the shape of parenting that undermines your best self showing up. So not to make you feel more guilty. I just want to say that's the that's the flag that it's. Yes. Yes, maybe guilt is ever present, but I'm on the mission that says 
let's let's really peel back this onion and figure out how to get how to you know keep the good guilt that says oh should I have made eye contact with my kids when they were telling me how their day was should I really listen when I ask my spouse how his day was maybe I should listen for at least 30 seconds before I zone out and get back to my to-do list that's constructive guilt but that but the other guilt the pervasive guilt that I am not enough I am missing out on every part of my life so where does guilt show up for you I guilt guilt was accompanying me in the passenger seat driving here today. Um, I felt bad. So somehow I have no idea how this happened. I slept till about 730 this morning, but it was more of a comatose state um, because I had been in bed since about eight o'clock last night with both of my children sprawled out. My husband um, has been at work really late. He's had a lot on his plate. Um, so, you know, it was a bit of a, a harried scramble this morning. Mm-hmm. That's fine. Um, we drove to pick up our sitter, and then I, I dropped our sitter and Lila back off at the house. Lila, who's 19 months, was having just a very difficult morning. Um, just You changed the schedule. You came for a podcast yes. instead of, yeah. Yes, and, and so I had to keep literally talking to myself and trying to center myself and remind myself, Lila will be fine. Yes, she's fussing a lot. Yes, she's clamoring for me. No, I'm not doing her irreparable harm. Like, this is, this yep. is just going to be okay. fine. Yes. I and mean, that's a really vivid image because that idea of guilt sat next to me on my drive mm-hmm. here. Because I can feel it in every parenting moment that you wish you were better. Yes. You wish, and you want to show up here yes. and contribute something magnificent. Right. I, so this idea that I just want to be this person out there in the world, and I want my inside to match my outside. All right, so what are you thinking over there, uh, Leora? No, I, I, I'm thinking of this vision of super mom, you know, and it's so, I think everybody wants to be super mom, and everybody wants to feel like they can have it all and do, and and but it's so... It's very, it's just hard. It's hard and it is unfair, I think, to, to think that way. And, and maybe, maybe we just have to start thinking about it differently and talking about it more. Mm-hmm. And that goes back to the whole, who has time? Right. You know, I was at a birthday party this past weekend and, 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 and I felt a little guilty because I left my two boys home with my husband and I went with my daughter. And it was almost, we both knew, my husband and I, it was unspoken, but we both knew that that birthday party for an eight-year-old was a break for me yeah. because the birthday, I was just going to hang with the moms. Mm-hmm. And we, we did this little song and dance like, well, do you want to take her? Well, I could take her. Well, you, do you want to take her? Or do you, you know, like... <laughs> Meanwhile, we, we both, both knew, knew. that we, it was that so it was going beautiful. to be a break for whoever took her, right? Yeah. And I went and and I actually got to speak to some of the moms about like I know and this is funny, but about like when they do laundry, mm-hmm. right? When when do you when uh, it's breaking it down? Yes, and it's the the whole conversation which takes time yes. about your drive here. And all that you had to do to sit next to guilt. Right, the logistic <laughs> maneuvers just to, yeah. And, and I feel like when I get the opportunity to share that with someone, even though it may take 10 minutes for someone to listen to 
the whole, you know, your your husband's been working late. You're, I mean, it takes time for somebody to hear that. Yes. It takes time for you to explain all of it. Mm-hmm. And it's almost like, well, who has time for that? I, I don't know, you know, I have, we're, do I have time to listen to my friend about how she got to the car for 10 minutes? I don't know that I have time for that. Do you have time after doing all of that to tell me about it for 10 minutes? Uh, I don't know. But when you do say it, right. it's like this cathartic, like it's just, oh, it's like a... And it's like, I mean, I... Great feeling. I yes. know with kids, <laughs> absolutely. if you meet kids where they are, the conflicts and the challenges get smaller. Because you can sit in a old-fashioned word, discipline mode. Say it a thousand times. But if you sit back and you take the pause and you connect before the correction, or you connect before whatever you're trying to fix, teach, learn, whatever, it de-escalates, takes a whole lot less time than Mm. the resistance and the conflict. And that's true for us. It's part of being present. It's part of that mindfulness. Practice. Go for it. Um, I think we have, at least for me, I think that there are certain buzzwords, phrases, ideas that I need to practice. And that, what I just said to Trish about, yes, I do, actually, I do have 10 minutes Mm -hmm. to sit and wait. Because even if I'm late for work and you stop me, you know, when we're walking out or whatever, I want to know, oh, my God, I had, how, good morning, good morning, how are you? Uh, you know what? Today was just a crazy morning. I, you know, my Lily and, and Lily, Lila. Lila yes, I'm yes, sorry. I'm not a Lily. You know, Lila was so yes. upset, and I had to get here. And then yes. I do actually have ten minutes. I have to practice that because I do, and I care. And if if I could hear it, it helps me. So it's a little yes. self serving no. because I'm like. You know, I I had that three days ago, so I'm not alone. I'm good, you know, whatever. And if I feel like I can help you, that makes me feel good too, right? And then you feel good. Right. And it's practice. And in 10 minutes, if I got to work 10 minutes later, nothing would happen, (laughs) right? You're the only ranter I know that puts kindness and gratitude in the rant. (laughs) Like, you want that and and so that pause for the kindness, that pause for attention, the pause for see me, hear me, love me, but it's also the pause for yourself. Mm-hmm. But the recognition that it what it comes down to is human connection, and if you're fortified by that human connection, you know how much better is your day? How much better is your perspective on everything? Um, you know, I just, I just have to mention, uh, my husband says something that uh, there's a lot of truth behind this when everything's getting particularly frenzied and just, you know, if you were standing back looking at the scene objectively, it, it does look like a, just a, a pure circus and nuttiness. And I'll say, well, but the natural state of the universe is entropy and chaos. And that's true. And I try and remind myself that all the time. It's supposed to be chaotic. It's not supposed to be static. No, it's it's not, not supposed correct. to be fixed. No. It is fluid. It is yes. changing. And as as I like to say, it's the messiness of life with kids, especially. Yes. If you're a single grown-up living by yourself, you can manage a lot of the Absolutely. world. When you have kids in there, forget it. And if <laughs> you true. have two or three, forget <laughs> it. 
and it's then true. you're juggling all those other commitments that were from your rant. Right. There's no way it cannot be extraordinarily messy and unstable. Mm-hmm. Yes, words of wisdom from uh, from from the natural world. Yeah, it's true. Okay, but here's the part. Here's the part of your rant that made me go. <gasps> And I, I'm sure I'm going to have to write or, re- or record something of my own on this. Did I kiss my kids enough? Mm. Talk to me about that. Well, I think that was in my rant that day because I was overly concerned and anxious about the evening commitments that I had that, that week. And that, so I see my kids in the mornings and, uh, during the week, and then I see my kids in the evenings. Mm-hmm. So I we wake up at six from six fifteen until seven fifteen when my big kids get out of the house. That's my only time. And in the middle of that time, we have to get dressed. You know, we have to wake up. We have to get dressed. We have to make sure our backpacks are packed. We have to put on shoes and socks. We have to, and you know, this is where it all, it all. If you write down every single thing that we do. It takes my breath away, right? I'm exhausted by the time I even get to work. And everybody should take a minute to write it. It's funny you say that. I literally did that yesterday. Did you? I did the most innocuous things I wrote down because sometimes I have to, because everything passes by in such a blur that literally you could even stand back yourself and say, what have I just been doing for the past 90 minutes? Mm. Uh, A lot. (laughs) (laughs) And and I, I I put... Things on myself that I need to do that maybe I don't need to do, but like did I exercise? That was a good I, one. I right. mean, you put everybody in the in the in the list. I I yeah. I it's it was intense. <laughs> now, but back to the so so it's it's I think it's a similar question to what you asked Trish is as she's driving and she's and, and she's seeing guilt sitting and, and and I'm picturing guilt exactly like like the monster from uh, from the from the Disney movie about feelings yeah. the emotions. I'm oh, like yeah. this big big monster that's kind of friendly and quiet but like I'm just gonna and oh that's side point sorry (laughs) (laughs) we need illustrations because you kind of have to make friends with that Mm -hmm. presence and in order to but what you said is so then you you take the drive together and you get to peel that onion and say okay so I know why I'm feeling it because I had to rush through all this and and there was a, a sadness and a loss and a grief and a worry and all of these things but I know Lila will be okay so what you have just said I think is that same process and it's the same thing we need for emotional intelligence for our kids and that is what I was feeling on did I kiss my kids enough today was I'm giving up something I missed this evening I'm missing my cuddle time I'm missing that bonding time that's the ribbon on our day that makes me feel like no matter what else happened it's okay and today it's not there right so but 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 when you can look at it and hold it like that guilt monster sitting next to you, you can say, oh yeah, that was sad, but, I, but I'll but i make sure that I get that hug and kiss tomorrow. I, I'm not going to run out of hugs and kisses. But it's so it's a way not to talk yourself out of the feelings, but to look at the feelings and say, okay, I can hold that. And it's not this flooding, over-emotional. It's not this thing I don't understand. It's something that's very realistic and very much a part of what I had to give up today in order to do three more things that were important for me to do today. Right. It's a perspective. It's perspective because 
when I, those two nights out of the same week, which I don't like to do that, you know, people, people say you need a girl's night out. People, I have a networking happy hour that I have to go to. I have a homeowners association meeting that I can't miss. So I, you know, I, I have to, we have to do all those things. And then I come home and they're sleeping, my kids. And I'm like, and I did miss all of that. I missed talking about their day. I missed hearing about their day. I missed the knowing that they ate what they ate, knowing that they felt okay today, the hugs, the kisses, the cuddles. But the perspective that I, and, and I wrote this down, it's it, anchoring, I think, is the technique when I have to keep remembering and practicing the perspective. Because then when I finally got into my bed, and I looked at my husband and I was like, so how, how were the kids? Did, you know, what did they say? What did Benjamin say about this? What did Hannah say about that? Did Solomon have a good day? You know, and I go through everything. He says, oh, yeah, no, the 10 out of 10. They said everything was great. And we got to do, you know, a story. I did a story with them before bed and whatever. And that, after all of this intense feeling and guilt... Then I finally got to sit down and say, oh, so because I wasn't there, daddy got that time. So, hello, can I remember that? And and, and (laughs) can I give that gift to him without feeling guilty Mm -hmm. that I was supposed to do it all? Right, right. So, yeah, it's a big... This is so magnificent. It's a big thing. And sadly, you have to go to work. So we're going to do our wrap-up. Okay. Um, (laughs) What I love about this, though, and, and I do have to say one more thing about because... It's easy when you let go and everybody's good. And and there is that real that anchoring that says, how am I really doing? How are my kids really doing? And and in families, I always feel like if a challenge comes up day after day after day, then that means, okay, we might have to add some special routines for the weekend to help counterbalance the stressfulness of our weekdays. I might have to have a gym day so that I can, or I might need a morning run so that I have the ability to look and, and, and listen and share with my spouse or my partner. So all, there are fix-its that sometimes need to be done. But I also also want to say that the, sometimes the debilitating thing is what if your child says it wasn't okay? Because mm. <laughs> then you get the big, 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 big guilt, which is I did something and they're not okay with it. I have a partner who's who's angry that he has to step up right. or that doesn't have the time and he's or he's traveling and he can't be there in the way I need him to be there. And so... It's also, I have to take a deep breath for everybody listening, it's that there aren't always immediate fixes and it's not always okay immediately because life is messy. And so you have to give yourself permission just as we need to give our kids permission to find their way through the challenges and the struggles, to find the solutions and the resilience. Maybe reframe it and, and say, you know, your child, maybe your child, for instance, not being okay with something okay in the moment yes it's hard to to react calmly and with this zen-like perspective but maybe instead look at it you know what this is a good opportunity for them to work through you know some level of pain frustration in a safe loving that's right because we can hold each other together and up correct 
even when it doesn't feel okay. So I just want to put out that because you both are really strong and, and, and have a lot of skills at managing this. Thank but you. let's talk about, let's do the wrap-up. The wrap-up's yeah. always, go ahead. Could I say one yes, last thing? Yes, of course. So lately I've been thinking about the rabbi, um, Rabbi Steinhardt in, in service had spoken to, I think it was the children's service, so it was hard to hear him. <laughs> but but when, you, when the parents quiet down, um, it, he said... Um, about Rosh Hashanah that that in America we say Happy New Year, right? Because mm-hmm. of the January, you know, because yeah. of the secular New Year. But really, the translation is Good, good. Year, yes. like you're wishing people to have a good year. And I have been thinking about that so much to keep myself in perspective, because and this kind of um, takes us full circle. I think uh, with my rant is that. The, the responses were so concerned. And, I, and like I said, I did feel bad. I, I, I am fine. I could write this rant every day. And, and it's relatable. And that's why I think I got the responses that I got. But I'm, I'm fine. So it's okay. And I think that from what the rabbi said and what I've been thinking about that I, I, it doesn't have to be happy that's right. all the time. It's not la right? It doesn't have to be happy. It could be good. And thankfully, when I look at my life, thank God, it's good. Mm-hmm. So I want to remember that for the whole year yes. that it's just good. Thank God we have, you know, we, we, we're healthy and we can manage and, you know, and it's okay to, to be out till 8.30, 9 o'clock on one or two nights and things yes. like that because everything is good. And your children are learning so much by watching you contribute and be involved in the world in other ways. Right. So the wrap-up is always the same. How have you got this? Even though you're going to write that every day, even though these feelings are coming back over and over, how have you got this for right here, for right now, for this stage in your families, in your journey as women? Um, I, I think mm-hmm. for, for me, I'm, I almost, and maybe this is not a good thing, but I, I don't feel like I have too much of a choice as to what I have to do. So I just do what I have to do, and then my choices really come in in how I think about it, how I process it, and and how I manage my own feelings about it. I think that's a lot yeah. of wisdom. Thank yeah. you. I'll piggyback completely Trish. on that. Absolutely. It's, it's the perspective that you bring to it in, in many ways. You're on autopilot every day, and there are things you – so much of it is really just what you purely have to do. However, it's it's just bringing the perspective that um, while there are a lot of struggles and sacrifices, ultimately, we are incredibly privileged in so many ways. Um, and we do have so much incredible support. Just, I mean, this is not to plug the podcast, but just even that we have this forum, that we have the community that we have here in this congregation. Um and, it, you know, it's important to keep reminding ourselves of that. And, and just one quick thing, you know, I want to say during it, it's, it's just okay to realize um, we can't be and do everything every day, all the time. It's just not possible. So once you just accept that, you do what needs to be done and what you want to do on a given day, and then you get a fresh start the next day. Thank you so very, very much. Thank, Thank you, Karen. So that's the mess for today. We appreciate you listening to See Me, Hear Me, Love Me. 
seeing little people learn and grow, listening to parents taking a crazy, uncertain journey, loving the fun and loving the mistakes. You write the rules, you write your story. We just want to be part of the conversation. But in the end, we know you got this. We'll catch you next week. Take care. Oh, 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 wait. We're growing too. So if you had a great time today, please spread the word to a friend. You can also join our conversation on Facebook. That's with Karen Deerwester. And there's great parenting resources for you at www.familytimeinc.com. Thanks so much for listening. Thanks to everyone at B'nai Torah Congregation for this lovely space. Thank you, David Dweck, for that sweet voiceover. And thanks to The Front and The Follow for the song listen. We are listening. Thanks, everyone. See you next week.